Happy Friday and welcome to the Agent Survival Guide podcast. I am your host, Sarah Rupel, and this is our weekly list of five things you should know about. Coming in hot this week at number one, let's talk about Medicaid unwinding, shall we? Medicaid roles have grown since the COVID-19 public health emergency allocated extra funds for states to keep beneficiaries covered. Eligibility determinations have not been held since 2020. Thanks to the Consolidated Appropriations Act of 2023, Medicaid redeterminations were uncoupled from the public health emergency, and states can begin the process of evaluating beneficiaries on Saturday, April 1, 2023. In a recent survey from December 2022, 64.3% of Medicaid beneficiaries were not aware that there was a renewal process coming. The other responses included 16% of beneficiaries being only a little aware, 13.9% somewhat aware, and then 5.1% were very aware. Again, this was back in December 2022, so we've gone from the knowledge that redeterminations were likely to come at some point in 2023 to knowing for sure that states will begin that process on April 1st, 2023. The question is, do your clients know? Have you reached out to your clients who are either dual eligible or on Medicaid? Have you put this information in your client newsletters? If you haven't, you want to make sure you get on that sooner rather than later. From an education standpoint, make sure your clients know what's going to be happening and how it might affect them. From there, you can work together on a plan to move forward. We will be linking to our episodes on Medicaid unwinding in the notes, one of which was a feature on a Friday Five episode like this one, and the other is a standalone episode all about Medicaid unwinding. Number two. Amazon has entered the healthcare realm, closing on a $3.9 billion acquisition of One Medical. To get an idea of One Medical's footprint, they've got 200 physical locations, and they serve around 815,000 members. One Medical is a membership-based primary care, so members do pay an annual membership fee. It's a disruptive model designed to, quote, make getting quality care more affordable, accessible, and enjoyable for all through a blend of human-centered design, technology, and an exceptional team, end quote. Membership comes in addition to health insurance, so it is an add-on benefit. If you watch the ad on the One Medical website, they make the process of receiving care look fairly seamless, a lot of integration with their app. And then, of course, with that technology comes 24-7 access to virtual care. Right now, One Medical is located in 19 major U.S. markets. I'm sure that Amazon has plans for the company. We will have to wait and see if those plans include expansion. The One Medical acquisition adds another vertical integration to Amazon's growing portfolio that currently consists of Amazon Care, 
Amazon Pharmacy, and Custom Alexa Smart Properties. Number three, Meta announced their paid verification subscription service this week. Beginning in Australia and New Zealand, users will be able to pay to get that elusive blue checkmark. Paying users will get verification status for both Facebook and Instagram for just $11.99 a month on the web and $14.99 on iOS and Android. While that does seem a little pricey in comparison to Twitter, subscribers will get the checkmark on two apps for a slightly higher price than Twitter's $8 price tag. Theoretically, paid verification should be able to demonstrate authenticity of an account, but we saw how well that worked on Twitter when their feature initially rolled out. Meta said that the feature won't be available to businesses just yet, so they might have a plan on how to avoid some of the account impersonation that happened with Twitter's rollout. According to Meta's official press release, Meta Verified includes, quote, a verified badge, more protection from impersonation, access to a real person for common account issues, increased visibility and reach, and exclusive features, end quote. Is this the subscription service that I've been waiting for? I can't say for sure, but I also can't say that when the service hits the U.S. market that I won't subscribe. I just might have to test it out, you know, for the podcast. Number four, it's been a little while since we've heard some news on video conferencing apps. Microsoft Teams turns six next month, which is hard to believe because it became so ingrained in our lives during the pandemic. In celebration of that birthday, and also probably the culmination of a journey to retool the platform, we will be getting a brand new version of Teams. At Microsoft, they call it Teams 2.0, and the idea with this build is to use less memory because, as I'm sure you know, if you run Teams on your computer, it is a drain on CPU power. With Teams 2.0, that is no longer an issue, and it should hopefully use less power, too. Previews of the new version of Teams should be available in late March, so we will be keeping an eye on that and reporting back here. Number five, Spotify is the most recent company to announce an AI integration. On Wednesday this week, the Swedish streaming platform announced DJ, a personalized recommendation feature powered by OpenAI, the same tech that powers the graphic image creator Dolly, Chatbot, ChatGPT, and the revamped Microsoft Bing. As the name suggests, DJ combines a few different aspects of OpenAI technology to create a mix of discovery and recommendation algorithm delivered through an AI who briefly explains why they chose specific songs or playlists for you. At launch, the voice of DJ is performed by Spotify's head of cultural partnerships, Xavier Jernigan, known as X. And you'll likely recognize that voice if you've listened to Spotify's personalized morning show, The Get Up, because he is the host. 
This is an interesting take on AI that, like I said, combines a few different aspects of the technology and creates a new experience for Spotify. I will say the irony of using the most cutting-edge AI technology to create a user experience similar to terrestrial radio, well, that is not lost on me. But in a way, I get it. Radio DJs provide a sense of companionship, place, and depending on the station, new music in that genre. Could a DJ-led listening experience on Spotify bridge the gap between streaming and radio? It might be early for that call, but I'm excited to hear about where this tech goes in the future with more voices and possibly extending out to podcast recommendations. Rupel recommends. Not a huge mention here. I am still waiting on the comprehensive list of what's coming to streaming for March 2023. But what we do have today is some new emojis that are coming to iOS 16.4. This time around, there are 31 new emojis, quite possibly the most exciting, a plain pink heart. You won't have to choose from one of the fancy pink hearts anymore. But to be honest, I will probably still continue to use the pink heart with sparkles. It's one of my favorites. You'll also be able to send virtual high fives with the new high five hands. New animals include a moose, donkey, a blackbird that looks suspiciously like a crow, swan, and jellyfish, which interesting mix of animals there. Others include a hyacinth, a pea pod, and oddly enough, a wireless symbol emoji. That is one that I would have guessed already existed, but I can't really say that I've ever needed to use an emoji for that. iOS 16.4 is still in beta, so no word yet on when we can expect that official release. But as soon as that date's announced, we will definitely report on it here. And that is all we've got for you this week. I hope you have a great weekend. Stay healthy and stay safe out there. And we will see you next week. The Agent Survival Guide podcast is a production of Ritter Insurance Marketing. This episode was written and produced by me, Sarah Rupel. Script editing by Tina Lamaru. Artwork by Vivian Zhao. 